The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello, everybody. It is not Terry Aranga today. Betsy Hicks is filling in for Terry Aranga and that is myself. I am a close friend of Terry's and Terry is so busy getting ready for Autism One. It's going to be a fabulous conference this year as it has been for the last few years. I'm looking forward to seeing all my old friends again and teaching the Culinary Health Day with my friends Susan and Julie on Wednesday before the conference. But today I have somebody who is also going to be speaking actually opposite to me, which is like, what's that about? We... My husband, Dr. John Hicks, is joining me today. Hi, welcome, John. Hi, thank you. Yeah, we're we're kind of like competing for people on that day. Yeah, well, that's sort of life. <laughs> so, although I told Susan, I think that I'm going to sneak out of Culinary Health Day when you give this presentation because, um, you know, I'm controlling and it would be really hard for me <laughs> to know you were doing this without me. So we'll just uh, see where it all goes. But actually, what we're going to talk about today for um, everybody listening is a, a good piece as to what part of what you're going to be talking about on that Wednesday, and that is supporting our perfect bodies. Um, a topic that relates to autism and relates to those that are caring for autism, it relates to everybody. And it, it's, it's very interesting because I remember thinking back at, of my health when my son was so ill. It wasn't even a question. What, what do you mean I should think about my health. It, it was all about my son, all about my son. And as long as I was up and breathing and somewhat functioning, my health would seem fine. I, I'm in great health, if, as I used to tell people all the time. Um, how sad that was because I was not in great health, but I wasn't in bed, so that meant had to me, I mean I was in great health. Um, the, the point of this being is that if you don't support your life now, you'll pay later. So we you, my friend Susan Best likes to use the expression, you, you pay now or you pay later. You pay now and you buy your supplements and you buy your organic food and you eat really well and you invest the time, or you pay later by having to be on tons of drugs, go to many different doctors, have to miss work for all the time that you're ill, all of the other things that kind of come from that and the, the loss of tremendous revenue, not to even mention the fact that loss of life and the years that you could take off your life by not taking care of your body. So let's start into this, Dr. Hicks, um, and let's talk about, uh, and I probably should introduce you to others too, (laughs) other than just my husband. Dr. John Hicks is an actual board-certified pediatrician, but he now works with um, all ages um, and specializes in chronic illnesses. Um, He works out of um, Pathways, also known as Elemental's Living. Website is pathwaysmed.com. 
and uh, has been treating um, uh, children and uh, adults for well over 30 years. So what supporting our perfect bodies, let's, let's talk about that. What, what is, what is it, it's very hard to think of my body as being perfect when I wake up in the morning and have an ache. What do you mean by, by that statement? Well, what you have to realize is that wherever you are is only temporary and that we can create what it is we want. We have that power. So if things aren't exactly where you want them, in order to get to where you want to be, you have to get good with where you are. So you can't be upset, you can't be mad, you can't be angry, you can't be any of those things, realizing that in order to get to where I want to be, I have to be comfortable with where I am right now. Now, if any of you want a little more background on what you're speaking of in the terms of attitude, um, I think it was last month. It was it was March. It was like mid-March. Um, I filled in for Terry doing a show on the Law of Attraction with Dr. John Hicks, and um, that that's a great show to listen to to get a little more background on the whole attitude of this. But it, it, that is a, an important thing. What you just said, John, is that if you if you think of yourself, I mean, if you're if you're living in anger, if you're living in sadness or despair. Um, all of that is going to settle into your body. Well, it's it's the whole thing that medicine's starting to look at now with stress. We know that stress affects your body and every system of your body. Well, it goes beyond just stress. Your thoughts, your beliefs, they also affect your body. And what is your relationship with the food you eat? What is your relationship with life in general? And then you sort of go from there and say, well, what, you know, what's going on and why am I sort of in the place I'm in? And the way I see children with autism and any of the kids on the spectrum is that they are a wake-up call. They are teaching us what it is we need to start to look at and questions we need to answer. And they bring us tremendous gifts. So... It is from that place, now you have to say, okay, I'm, you know, you start out and you're concerned with their health, their diet, their physical well-being, and then really the next step is going to be, well, if I'm so concerned about that and trying to do the best for my child, what am I doing to myself? And you really have to start to look at that and go, gee, you know, if this is if these things are good for him, what would that what is it that I need to look at that would help me to be the best I can be and be good? Right. Right. Um, okay, so then let's talk about the word healing because this is this is something that confuses a lot of different people and that they're always seeking being healed. Well, Healing, when you think about it, means that you're fighting something to overcome it. And it's like all the big battles that are going on in society, wars against everything, terrorism, cancer, all this stuff. And what happens is, as you start to focus on that, you are really going against what it is you want. So you're staying in the energy of the illness or 
whatever problem it is. So you can't, you're not at the energy of the solution, so you can't get a solution. Right. And so as, as opposed to what would be, instead of saying that I'm seeking healing, what would be a better terminology to use? Allowing well-being. So to say that I'm allowing myself to be well. Right. And that then goes to the place and gets your energy where you can let that come in. Can you allow well-being for a child? Uh, we talked about this a lot last less. Well, I think you can have the intention that your child have well-being, but your child is really creating their own reality, so you can't do that for them. You are a, a powerful influencer of them and how they are, and you're the one who can supply them the things that help them be the best they can be at this point, but realize it is all temporary and it's really not your choice, it's their choice. So in allowing well-being, what is the, where do you start? Where I mean, you just say, I allow myself to be well. Is well, there... the, the, what I always suggest is people start to put together a picture of themselves in perfect health. Right. When I'm dealing with adults or with parents of uh, kids is put together this picture of what perfect health is. And then that's what you want to start to focus on. Then you can build little bridges working toward that by looking at what's going on now in the body. Are there problems that we can help? That we can help either supplement or do whatever it is we can do and bridge working toward that picture that you're holding on, but you have to focus on that picture in perfection and not look at what is going on right now. That's a hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing to do. It, it is, it's very hard to vision yourself in perfect health. Um, but what about... I had one one patient one time said to me, even when she found you, she had said... When she found you, she had first started to pray for the answers to help her um, feel better. Then someone, I don't know if it's through a church or, or whatever, had recommended, why don't you start praying for the person to bring you the answers? So when, if, if you, is that, a, is that an option when you feel kind of like confused as to what is perfect health? Because some people may not even know what that is. Well, yeah, and the idea is you put out to the universe, okay, I I want to know what perfect health is. What is well-being? You know, what what is abundance? What is these things that are seem nebulous to me give me some clarity around those issues and then someone will show up that's going to be able to give you that clarity. Right. And when they show up, you'll know it in your gut. Or, or you know, you, you get you get a book or you feel like right. it's the right place right. to go. Right, you sort of get directed where to go to get the answers you need. Right. So where we're going to go from here is let's start talking about the things that we need to do to help create our perfect body. Attitude is undoubtedly probably the biggest of any of it because when you have the right attitude and when you're in the right mindset, the answers to what you're supposed to do gradually kind of come to you and you you pick up on things a little bit easier and a little bit faster. One of the biggest ways of that is nutrition. Right. 
So uh, we're we're going to be well. We've we've got a little bit of time. But we're going to take a break in just a short period of time here. And when we get back, I really want to hit the nutrition. I want to talk about organic. I want to talk about um, grass-fed. I want to talk about GMO because those are all big pieces. And especially all the artificial foods that we are tremendously putting into our body. And then later on in the show, we'll get into more of um, everything to supporting our methylation to our cellular energy and, and those pieces as well, too. So we've got a lot to cover in a short period of time. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Dr. John Hicks and Betsy Hicks. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within, your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. It is Betsy. Boy, that voice just annoys me each time. It just constantly is calling me Terry. This is Betsy. I'm filling in for Terry. Sorry, it's a pre-recorded thing. I can't do anything about it, but it's so fun to be here with all of you today, and we're having a good time talking about creating your perfect body. And, boy, uh, 
attitude attitude is is a big piece of it, but let's go into um, food wise and what we can do to help ourselves food wise. Um, John, would you pretty much say that nutrition is probably the best place for anybody who's wanting to take control of their health to start? Yeah, because it's really the cornerstone of everything. So because you can literally, if you get the right foods, you can really cut down the number of supplements you need. Right. Just by eating the right foods. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful to kind of work into that, and when you and to eat with the seasons, because you know when you're eating with the seasons, now we've got all these wonderful strawberries are coming out and everything. This is what your body will crave. It'll it'll crave seasonal foods, and that's when you really want to give it what it it needs. But most importantly, let's start talk about organic because um, this is a real misunderstood by many, many people, and so many people think that organic just means washing the pesticides away, and, and it has not, it's so little to, to do with any of that because... Well, that's what it used to be. Right, but pesticides now frequently are, aren't even on the outside of the fruit. Now it's just waxes and other glazes on the outside of the fruits and vegetables. The, the pesticides are, are sprayed on the, on the flower so that when, like, the apples and the the zucchini and everything starts to flower, they spray the pesticides there. So the pesticides actually grow within the, the food. So it's, it's impossible to just wash it off. But the biggest piece, even though I think pesticides is pretty big, but to me what's even more pathetic is because people don't see this part and they don't get this part, is the fact that these, these vegetables and fruits are void of nutrition. Uh, without crop rotation, without um, doing using a good, healthy soil with all the pesticides that they're using to kill all the nutrients in the soil, um, there's no nutrition growing into the food. So that's a really, really big component to think about, especially if you're dealing with a picky eater. Because if you have a child that's only eating, you're really having to force just one florida broccoli in, you better be darn sure that that's an organic piece of broccoli because it's going to pack about 10 times more nutrition than something that grew in a ground that was just... Uh, that helped it grow just by the by giving it nitrogen. Right. So, well, um, oh, sorry. Most of the fertilizer. Do you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, plus most of the fertilizers have arsenic in it. So if you're eating food that's not organic, you're going to be getting a lot of heavy metals, extra heavy metals. Thank you. Appreciate you adding that one in. Now let's talk about grass-fed beef. And, and it, um, this is really just free-range in general because uh, Dr. Hicks has seen many. Well, talk about chicken and and, uh, and what you see with the with heavy metal toxicity. Well, with chickens that are fed regular feed, what what happened is is they caged chickens and no longer let them roam around. They weren't hungry. So what they found was if they added arsenic to the feed, then they would eat more and more and more. The only problem is now they have heavy amounts of arsenic in it. So every time you're eating a non-organic chicken, you're getting arsenic. And you see some major arsenic coming out of a lot of kids when you're major arsenic, yes. Yeah, and adults. That's it's not just yeah. a kid thing. Um, but but then on the terms of grass-fed beef, this is another really important piece because. If you think about it, if we're eating the beef, it makes a big difference to me what's going in the cow. If I'm eating the cow, I want to know what's going in the cow. And a cow is meant to eat grass. That That is what their stomachs are set up for. They are not set up for corn and all the other uh, body parts of other cows that they're given to for feed and junk of soy and things such as that as well, too. They need to be eating grass. 
Why? Because the nutrition is in the grass. There is really poor nutritional quality in any of the corn feeds that they're using. And so what does that mean? It passes it on to you. Do you want to eat a cow that's been eating Captain Crunch or do you want a cow that's been eating a salad bar? That's really the way to look at it. Uh, you know, I want to make sure that my cow has actually has nutrients to begin with because the University of uh, Atlanta and Georgia did a study and showed that it's as much as 70% different in many cases for um, the nutrition found in grass-fed beef. So once again, if you're dealing with a picky eater or even not and you're just wanting to get nutrition from your meat, going with the grass-fed beef is really important. And that also includes um, sheep, you know, lamb and mutton and, and that as well too. And then, of course, chickens that have real free range and actually have a pasture, that's what you want to be looking for, that they really are pasture-raised chickens are, are even better so that they're actually moving around, eating the bugs in, in the soil because that's what gives them the strong, strong, wonderful protein that passes on to us. So that's another area. The next area is genetic modification. And can you talk a little bit about how they genetically modified it and they attenuate? Well, essentially what happens is they use bacteria and viruses to open the DNA and expose it, and then you can start to modify it. The problem is when that closes, it may enclose part of the virus or bacteria with it. Plus, now that it's changed, it's your body doesn't exactly know what to do with it. So this country is the only one that really allows much of that at all. Well, I think Japan does quite a bit because most of the big the big players in this are Monsanto, um, who's probably the biggest evildoer with when it comes to GMOs. Uh, Europe doesn't allow GM, genetic modification at all. The thing that I like to point out to people when it comes to genetic modification is, you know, you're, you're taking a perfectly natural food that's been put on this earth. Um, no matter what your religious belief is, if you believe in any sort of a higher power or God, you know that this food was put on earth for a purpose. And to think that we can change it and we can make it better is really an egotistical slap in the face to um, any form of pollution. I mean, we're really trying to uh, change something that was put here for us uh, and... Uh, it, it, it's showing up in the way that people cannot digest food, especially with wheat and all the rampant amount of celiac disease that's going on. So moving on, let's talk about food chemicals um, and all the, the chemicals that are in our food. High fructose corn syrup probably being the worst that I can think of, uh, food coloring, artificial sweeteners, uh, things like Splenda that are made from bleached sugar. So you get this kind of chlorinated bleach that settles in your intestines every time you have Splenda nitrates and MSG that cause really bad headaches in a lot of adults and children as well. Um, when it comes to food chemicals, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this right now, but it's it's a matter of just eating whole. And I think one of the best organizations for promoting whole food eating is the Weston A. Price Foundation. John, you spoke at their conference last year. Right. What, what do you think about you know, well, the, you know, their their whole piece is when you're eating these whole foods, these natural things, you're getting so much out of that, and it's really true. I mean, you think about pasteurization and what all that does, the heat, it kills the enzymes, so now you have trouble digesting those foods. Right. So the natural enzymes that are there to help you have been destroyed. Right. Right. So it, it's really looking at things the way they were intended to be and not really changing 
modifying things. So another good way to start kind of looking into ways of creating your perfect body is to start eating right for you. And, you know, although we do not promote um, live right or eat right for your type 100%, even if you can follow it, 70% is a good way to go. I mean, you, it, it's, it's an well, amazing diet. Go ahead. I'm it's sorry. not really a diet. It's just guidelines. What, what are the foods that are the best for me? Right. Well, if I focus on eating a lot of the foods that are good for me or neutral, then obviously my body's going to feel better than if I eat the foods I can't digest. So it's, it's just sort of sense that if you, you know, do 70% of your diet following that, you know, that you're going to get foods that are better for you. Right. So I, I think that's a huge piece. The um, body ecology has some wonderful advice, especially regarding cultured vegetables, and it's something that um, actually I'll be teaching at Culinary Health Day, and I know you'll be talking about in your lecture too, because cultured vegetables are a great way to be able to get the bacteria, um, the good bacteria, the digestive enzymes, the B vitamins. Right. What else? What else do you get from that? There's well, those are the biggies, and I mean, when you look at it and look from a supplementation point of view, that's huge. Because you're going to digest your food right, you're going to keep your pH good, uh, you're going to get B vitamins, which a lot of kids can't tolerate taking Bs except in this form, or IVs. Right. So, I mean, it, it's an amazing thing. Oils and fats. Can you talk about wh- how, why you see so many sick people because they're lacking in fats? Well, uh, we've really become a fat-averse society. And the reality is you have to have good fats. Your hormones have a core of fat. Your body, to lose weight, has to be getting good fats. Otherwise, it sees you as trying to starve it, and then it's going to turn anything excess into fat and store it. So the good fats, the healthy fats, are essential for your skin, for your hormones, for your body functioning as a whole because your brain has a lot of fats. If you don't have the fats, your brain doesn't have the fats. It doesn't work right. The cell membranes aren't right. The conduction isn't right. So it's a huge piece. Right. And so by good fats, you're meaning coconut oil, olive oil, some of the, the expeller pressed nut, right. nut oils. Anything pretty much, though, that it's expeller pressed as opposed to something that's been heated or hydrogenated. Right. Because when you heat it, you, you ruin it. Stay away from vegetable oil, stay away from soy oil, and one of the biggest farces is canola oil because canola oil is made from, uh, next to cotton, the second heaviest pesticide sprayed crop is the rapeseed, which is how they make canola oil along with a lot of other junk that frequently goes in canola oil. It's a very junky oil. Organic versions are definitely better. Um, Spices are important. Herbs are important. We, we could go on and on and on, but we don't have time right now. So we're going to go to a commercial break, and when we get back, let's talk about methylation. We'll be right back with Dr. John Hicks. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Tune in on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart, the program that takes you on a journey through grief after the death of a child. Join Dr. Gloria Horsley, marriage and family therapist and bereaved parent, while she interviews and discusses with other bereaved parents and siblings how they have coped with the death of a child and gone on to create and realize new dreams. So tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart with Dr. Gloria Horsley, right here on Voice America Health and Wellness. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. It's Betsy Hicks filling in for Terry Aranga, and I'm here joined with my husband, Dr. John Hicks. And uh, to learn more about Dr. Hicks, you can go to pathwaysmed.com, pathways with an S, M-E-D.com. Soon to be changed names to Elementals Living, but we won't go there now. So <laughs> for right now, we're pathways. Um, anyway, let's. I said we were going to come back and talk about methylation, but I, I, I was about to skip a really big piece, which um, I think should come right after diet, and that's talking about creating a healthy gut. And is, is, do you? I'm actually really interested in. Do people even are they even aware that their guts are so unhealthy when they come to you? Is, do they even suspect that their guts are RMS? No, I don't think so, and and they really don't understand the impact of that. Uh, on their health, you know, you can eat wonderful foods, but if you don't digest it and absorb it, then you're really going to have some big issues. Right. So, you know, what the biggest pieces of that are, do you have enough digestive enzymes? Are you digesting what you're eating? Is your pancreas producing those enzymes? Do you have enough stomach acid to digest the meat that you do eat? Because a lot of people end up with reflux and they think it's because they have too much acid when in reality they don't have enough, the food sits there and rots and then they reflux that acid. Right, right. 
And then the, uh, a lot of the kids on the spectrum have issues with peptides, which is undigested casein and gluten. I mean, that can affect a lot of people in the families. It's not just that one kid. But it, it, it is amazing to me that people deal with things like acid reflux, uh, bloating, cramping, diarrhea, um, uh, what was the one I heard the other day? Oh, just extreme flatulence. That's right. not what I heard the other day, but we were talking <laughs> the other day. And that was, uh, that was an, another big one because of the fact that it's so common that people don't even question it when they get it. And, and there's so much over the counter, and I'm gonna say crap because it's all over the counter crap to help people deal with their constipation and with their reflux without treating any of the problems and just causing more problem because like you said, the, the tums will just kill whatever little acidity that they have left, not to mention it's, it's like chalk and it's so unabsorbable. And uh, the things like Miralax that are made of propylene glycol, which is pretty much antifreeze, um, those are things that really damage the gut. Well, uh, uh, one of the big problems is that most labs really can't do stool tests. And there was a, one of the big studies they went through and sent out these stool specimens and checked 75 labs, and out of the 75, 74 were wrong because they don't do it all the time. They don't know what they're looking for. Those techs uh, have been trained, but now you're out here and you don't really know what it is you're looking for, and that's why you really have to use specialty labs when you look at gut stuff that's going on. Now, you use uh, Genova, right? Yeah, right. For your needs, and they've been they've been wonderful for you. I know that they've um, they've been... Our patients are very, very happy. You love the, the way that they show out the results. But when you're looking at gut, I mean, this is a this is a two-hour lecture. That, I mean, this is a what you're talking about today. This is a two-hour lecture that you normally do that you're condensing in 45 minutes. So there's not a lot of time to, to talk about this. But you're talking dysbiotic behavior. You're talking yeast. You're talking parasites. Yeah, leaky bacteria, gut. Leaky gut. gut. Everything like that. Right. Okay. Um, so. Can you just uh, touch base, just touch base a little bit on cellular energy because so many people are waking up so darn tired. All right. So cellular energy looks at how efficiently do your mitochondria convert the food you eat. Okay. So you got to digest it and absorb it, and then you have to be able to burn it efficiently. And that's really what cellular energy is looking at. Do your mitochondria convert the food you eat into the energy? your brain and body need to work. If they don't, focus, concentration, cell energy, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, I mean, you can just go on and on and on down that list into some of the dementias and ALS and just go and go and go. So cellular energy is a huge piece. It's very, very important. Do children with autism tend to have messed up mitochondria? Well, they have mitochondrial dysfunction. (laughs) Okay. I've found very few that have um, genetic abnormalities in the mitochondria. Mostly it's they're inefficient. So they're producing a lot of free radicals, and if they don't handle that well, that oxidative stress, then they're going to get more and more and more issues over time. So that's something you really have to address. So 
this kind of buildup of toxicity that, that's coming from our food and coming from our cells and all these other pieces, how do we get it out? Well, the two big the organs that do 95% of detox are the liver and the kidneys. So there's a two-phase system for detox, and you can you can test that whole system and know what's working, what isn't working. You can look at the DNA for that system and really figure out, okay, what is it this person the issues that they have, and then you know exactly what it is you need to address. So you can really, for toxicity, the detoxification piece is huge to get rid of it, but it's also one that's pretty easy to figure out. Right. And so what what do you usually, I mean, you're not, you don't typically advocate anything to, to that's chemically based to get them out. No, I, because, I would say you never because it. Well, yeah, the whole point with that is you can give them something to help them clear it. But what happens when you stop it? Now they start reaccumulating, and they're going to have different issues down the line. So what you really need to do is figure out why did this happen? How do I really address this and help this person long term? You know, you can do chelators, you can do all that stuff, but it's number one if they can't get rid of it, you're not really helping, and you can make people sicker. So the idea is how do you support that system and allow it to do what it's supposed to do, because it will. So putting them on supplements that actually help support liver functioning. Right, right. And you can figure out exactly what are the pieces you need to put in place by looking at that DNA for that system and know what's working and what isn't. So. I know one of your very, very, very favorite things is the artichoke extract because it thins the bile and makes it easy to dump. Well, and that's a big issue because if you don't, then you reabsorb the toxins you're already trying to get rid of, and that's why some of the kids get so sick is that they keep reabsorbing what they're trying to get rid of because the bile isn't flowing. So they have these light-colored stools. They're called acolic. So, I mean, you can resolve all that artichoke. It's a great thing and it, it's on your website uh, um, the artichoke that you recommend, I know that. Um, so in in clearing toxicity though, the DNA has a lot to do with it and how does that tie in? Well the DNA looks at each phase and then looks at the components of that. So when you think about toxicity, it's not just the medications you take that are over the counter prescription, but it's your hormones. And if you can't detoxify those, you're going to have huge hormone issues. It's neurotransmitters. And you you mentioned methylation. Well, that's controlled by your DNA for your detox system, catecholomethyltransferase. If that enzyme is not working, you're going to have an issue with dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, focus, concentration, anxiety, OCD, just go down the list. So if you know that's out, then you can start to support that with supplements and really make huge changes and allow the body to get where it's supposed to be. So how does somebody test for this? It, it's a blood test that looks at the DNA for that detox system. Do you, is, is DNA probably, I don't say I was going to say that stool tests are probably your number one, but I mean, would you say that DNA for detoxification is probably your favorite test because you get so much well, out of it. Yeah, because of the information you get and it's so personal. I mean, they're talking about personal preventative medicine. That's what this DNA tells you. You know, what's going on in my system? Why 
why am I having the issues I'm having, and specifically what is it I need to do to clear that stuff out. And it's really not that expensive for for what no. you're getting for it, and the fact that you're only having to do it once. So, um, so in the DNA though of for detoxification, one of the things it talks about or your ability to make glutathione. Can you talk about glutathione before we go to our next break? All right. Glutathione helps you detoxify heavy metals. It detoxifies solvents, lipid peroxidases, herbicides, fungicides. It is also used by white blood cells to kill bacteria and viruses. It protects your DNA from free radicals. It's a neuromodulator in that it helps your, your neurotransmitters work correctly. And... So when you look at the spectrum and if your glutathione is affected, it's every system that is then consequentially affected. So when you look at detox and the glutathione piece, it is huge. Right. It's huge. And in giving glutathione, what are the ways you recommend that most? Well, you can't absorb glutathione from a capsule or a pill because your gut just destroys that. So the ways to do it, you can do it transdermally, you can do it IVs, you can do aerosol, or the latest one is liposomal glutathione, where the glutathione molecule is put inside of a fat molecule. And that's through Redisorb, which is a wonderful right. company. Right. Just and nice that, the fat molecule gets absorbed, and then it releases the glutathione. Okay. So is there anything else... You, because I did say we were going to talk about methylation, and I know you mentioned it. Is there anything more about methylation that you want to mention specifically, maybe B12? Well, the, the cofactors, when you if methylation is out, B12 and selenic acid, but the B12 has to be methylcobalamin right. and selenic acid, not folate. And then you can add dimethylglycine. Some people use trimethylglycine, TMG, but it can make a lot of people very hyper. So I found that the most effective one is the DMG. Now, some people are giving a lot of glutathione, but they're not giving anything with it because glutathione is going to really free up a lot of stuff. So you really need to make sure that you're on something like artichoke or something to really help. You want to make sure you're dumping. You know, the idea is to make sure that when you get it up there and out, you get rid of it. You don't reabsorb it. So if you've got constipation, you want to be really careful how much of the stuff you're doing because you're reabsorbing that when it's sitting there for a day or two. That's right. So you got to be really careful with that. All right. We're going to take another commercial break. We're going to get back. We're going to talk about the immune system and hormones and much, much more. Um, and for information on Dr. Hicks, you can go to pathwaysmed.com. We'll be right back after this break. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. 
Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten-Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus-Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymedica.com. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Uh, Terry, today it's Betsy Hicks filling in for Terry Aranga, and I am joined here by my husband and best friend and really cool guy, Dr. John Hicks. Uh, we have been talking about creating the perfect body. We started off by talking about the emotion. The well, is emotions the right word, John? I don't know. The the mindset, yeah. thoughts, the thoughts related towards how we need to be thinking of our body and thinking of it in perfect health. Then we moved on to nutrition. And in the last segment, we were able to talk a little bit about um, uh, detoxification and the gut wellness and uh, cellular energy and mitochondria and such. And the last piece here, we're going to talk about immune system, and then we'll move into hormones. Um, and immune system is one of these things that I am just, like, blown away. I just, you know, when Jenny McCarthy and, and Jerry Carsonell were just on um, Good Morning America you know, they're talking about just doing basic immune checks to see if a child is susceptible to autism. And this idiot return doctor is like, oh, the immune system has nothing to do with it. It's like, how can doctors even think that the immu- it's not about the immune system? I mean, what, what are you even taught about the immune system in med school? Well, you, you learn some of the basic facts, but you really... Um... That's not something you really go into a lot because it is very complicated. And, you know, for general practice, most doctors, that's not something that they deal with. So you're not really taught a lot about that. That's, a, that's just amazing to me that, that that you could put people on steroids and do all these other things with really knowing so little about the immune system. Well, you know that the steroids suppress it and it decreases reaction. So, you know, it's like so many of the medications, you're sort of taught what it does, but you're not really, when you start to look into what are the potential adverse effects, you've, you know, you've got a list of these are the biggest things that happen, but those, you know, they call them side effects, but they're really just effects of the medication. Right. So what do they do to people? And when you look at that, you know, your immune system protects you. It's supposed to clean up, and it does all these things. Well, if it isn't working normally, you're, you've got a big problem. Yeah. And over time, if you're having issues that affect it, 
and it's shifting more and more and more, you're going to get more and more and more symptoms. And it, it's like celiac, that's an autoimmune disease. So anybody that has that is more is 50% more likely to get another autoimmune disease. Well, why is that? It's because the immune system is shifted to attack and you got to get it out of that mode if you want to prevent those diseases from happening. And that's with a lot of the kids on the spectrum. They have Th2 shifts. you got to get them out of that. Otherwise, they're going to get autoimmune disease. Right. So you really have to know what you're doing with immune, and it's not just checking it once in a while to see, okay, is it okay? Because if it if you're shifted, then you need to, there's other information you really need to gather and get under control. So okay. uh, to, to me, immune is a huge piece. And, and rightfully so. Let's move into hormones because it, it, it's, it's everything. Well, it, it's interesting that, you know, you hear so much about all oh, people talking about thyroid and those things, but the, really the big pieces of this are hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenals, the HPA axis. If those are off, every one of your hormones are not going to be working normally. So a lot of times you will get abnormalities in this gland or that gland, and it may not be that gland at all. It may be that the hypothalamus and pituitary is off. So that's what's creating the issue. And until you address the real cause, it's just going to progress. There are a lot of people who have adrenals out and aren't aware of it. Right. I mean, well, that's I, stress. It, it is, Yeah. And especially the parents of these kids, um, you know. I, when you well, look at what the stress they're under, it's huge. But it's really interesting because when my adrenals got wacky, um, I was having, you know, these pains in my back. And I didn't, I had no idea that, you know, your, where your adrenal glands are even located and that, you know, they were, it wasn't. Well, they're above the kidneys. I'm trying to remember. Yes, they're above yeah. the kidneys. They're on the top right. of the. Right. So it was like too high for kidney, and couldn't quite figure it out. And it was, it was for my adrenals. And I thought, I never would have known this if I hadn't. Well, had fortunate to have you. Yeah. Well, and then the, another piece of that is that when you do tests, and it's like the traditional tests, there's this big range, and if it's in the range, they say, well, you're okay. You can't be having symptoms. Couldn't it be the range for that day? Well, see, what can be is if you're not in the center of that range, there is an ideal area for you to be in. And if you're not in that, you can start to have symptoms before you are out of the total range. Oh. So a lot of things get said, well, you're in range, so those symptoms must be in your head. Right. When right. in reality, they're not in the ideal range, so they do have symptoms which need to be addressed because the organ is now getting stressed. The that, that whole piece with the pituitary and the thymus and all of that, I mean, this is a big reason for uh, really bad headaches that people, so many people are facing, isn't it? Well, that's one piece. Liver is the other really big piece for headaches. Yeah. And if you're not, if you don't have good liver function and you're getting backed up and your liver is getting stressed, you're going to have headaches. I mean, and, and it's it's significant. Okay, so all this has to work together. I mean, we've we've talked today about 
the thought of our perfect body. We've talked about foods that we need to potentially limit. We've even talked about all the different systems in the body. Um, it, it seems very overwhelming. And, and how does a person start or, or where do well, they go? I think the, the piece to start with is nutrition. you got to start with eating right. And then you can start to look at some of these tests and get an idea, okay, is this system working? Is this system working? If this isn't, then what what is it I need to look at next? So you can methodically go through and figure all of this out. It's just getting somebody that's, that knows what they're doing to do that. Now, of course, you're my husband, and I love you for that, but truly you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. I mean, you do know what you're doing. You've been doing this for a lot of years, and, and that's why you have such a wonderful pa- uh, base of patients that you do um, that continuously change because your patients get better and they move on, and, and it, it doesn't have to be, um, uh, you know, every day for the rest of your life is, is you just, yes, you have to always think about your health for the rest of your life, but you don't necessarily have to be fixing it forever. You get to a maintenance level. Well, and the idea is, okay, I've got these issues I'm trying to deal with, get those dealt with, and then you can do some baseline things that will keep you going. Right. So it's it's not it's not a horrible long thing. John, what would you say when someone is out there trying to find the right doctor? Because, yes, I'd love to see many of them, because since you do so much by the phone or the Internet, have them talk to you. But if if they're trying to search out for a doctor, what what are the things that they want to look for? Well, I think one of the big pieces is that they're open to listen, because that's really important. Because my my gut feeling is that when parents have intuition that something's going on, something's going on, and if I can't figure it out, then I need to figure a way to figure it out because that that's never wrong. Right. So you need somebody that's going to listen to you and pay attention to what you are saying. Right. And then somebody who is integrative or holistic because it is the whole systems that you have to look at and it's the interplay of everything. Right. It's not just one thing. So if you've got somebody that's just pushing one thing, you really have to say, okay, so this is the one thing that it could be out. Yeah, it could be out, but there can be a lot of other things that are making that out or supporting it being out. So they have to be looking at that big so picture. You have to look at the big picture. And and I'm going to add one more because um, because we have to stop soon, but I know every single morning before you begin your day, you write down for every patient that you're going to see, how you see them in their perfect health, and you put those good thoughts and that good energy towards helping them get through this. And I think that that's one of the most beautiful things that I see you do every morning um, because attitude for both the patient and the practitioner are a big part of the of the work, too. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We've been joined here by Dr. John Hicks. This is Betsy Hicks. Autism One's coming up pretty soon. Make sure you go ahead and register for that. We'll both be there on Wednesday. And, um, and for more information on the work that Dr. John Hicks do, does, you can go to pathwaysmed.com. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Medica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.